This is Wednesday, January 12th. A few years ago, Diane Sawyer, who's an ABC News journalist, was conducting an interview on the TV program called 2020. The woman was named Jill Price. As a part of the interview, Sawyer asked Price a number of trivia questions from broadcast history. For example, when did CBS air the Who Shot JR episode of the series Dallas? And when was All in the Family's baby episode shown? And so on. Price was spot on with every single answer. She not only gave the date for the final episode of the TV series MASH, but she also described the weather that day, the day that it aired. The most remarkable moment in the interview came when Sawyer asked Price when Princess Grace died. And Price immediately answered, September 14, 1982. That was the first day I started first, first grade, she said. Now, for once, it seemed, Price had it wrong. Sawyer laughed nervously and gently corrected her guest. Price had made a mistake. According to the book that 2020's producers were using as a source, Princess Grace died on September 10th, not 14th. But Price stood her ground. And about 60 seconds later, the producer broke in with the words, The book is wrong. You see, it was true. Price had gotten the answer correctly, but their source book actually had it wrong. Now, isn't knowledge a wonderful thing? And that's what our text is about today. We pick up at the end of Ecclesiastes chapter 1, the last two verses, 17 and 18. And I applied my heart to no wisdom and no madness and folly, and I perceive that this also is a striving after wind. For in much wisdom is much vexation, and he who increases knowledge increases sorrow. Yes, as we've learned, the teacher of Ecclesiastes set out to grow in knowledge and wisdom. He wanted to know the meaning of life. The truth is that he was willing to be an idiot, too, if, he, if there in foolishness, and in folly he could learn the meaning and purpose of life. He was searching this for this answer to the world's most important question. And remember, he was going to look all over the world to leave no stone unturned to find the answer. Could he, in gaining the knowledge of our world and the wisdom for life, could he find the answer? Would more information, would more data help him? Now, perhaps we feel this might be true. If we knew more, life would make sense to us. Our hearts could be at peace. We could know our purpose and find satisfaction in our lives. This is what the teacher set out to do. Now, as we have learned, Solomon was one of the wisest men in the world. Here's what scripture says about his wisdom. We looked at this on Sunday. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding beyond measure, the breadth of mind like the sand on the seashore, so that Solomon's wisdom surpassed the wisdom of all the people of the East and all the wisdom of Egypt. For he was wiser than all other men, and his fame was in all the surrounding nations. He spoke 3,000 proverbs. His songs were 1,005. 
He spoke of trees from the cedar that is in Lebanon to the hyssop that grows out of the wall. He spoke also of beasts and birds and reptiles and fish. And people of all nations came to hear the wisdom of Solomon and from all the kings of the earth who had heard of his wisdom. That's 1 Kings 4, verse 29 to 34. You see, he was the envy of all nations. People came from all over to talk to Solomon, to hear what he had learned. When he sets his mind to use all his knowledge and wisdom to untangle the question of meaning, however, he comes up empty. As he has told us, the answer is not to be found under the sun, in the closed system of our world. Now today, we would be the envy of Solomon. We have access to more information and wisdom in our fingertips than he could have ever imagined. We too have come to trust our knowledge to give us life. Now it is true, knowledge can be helpful. Understanding the human body so that we can deliver medical support, having the knowledge to treat diseases, this is a wonderful gift. This knowledge is precious. But even here, with the highest of our knowledge, we are earthbound and stuck. Wikipedia and YouTube open up vast storehouses of information and wisdom. This knowledge base is growing at an unimaginable pace. As of one year ago, over 500 hours of new videos are posted every minute on YouTube. You would never be able to watch them all and the amount of content is growing so quickly you could never catch up. During this podcast, thousands of new hours of content will be added. Here's what the preacher says. For in much wisdom is much vexation, and he who increases knowledge increases sorrow. He said that in the end, with all the knowledge he accumulated, it only troubled him more and more. It was miserable business. Indeed, I think he would tell us, ignorance is bliss. What do I mean? Well, let me tell you a little more of Jill Price's story. She answered all of Diane Sawyer's questions, not because she studied to learn these things. She has a brain condition that causes her to remember everything she has seen or heard or experienced. She not only knows the date of the last episode of the MASH series, she remembers the weather outside at the time and everything that was in the room, where she saw it on TV. Now, you might think that this is a wonderful gift to have, but the heaviness that comes with it has filled her life with grief. She remembers every horrible thing said to her, the word of every argument that she has ever had. She remembers the date of every plane crash, every natural disasters, and all of the details. You see, there's a weight to knowing. As we said, in a sense, ignorance is bliss. Knowing every human disease, uh, every disease a human being can contract is overwhelming. It can whip up our fears and worries about every ache that, that, that we feel. Often prodigies live with depression because to know so much brings with it a heaviness that is difficult to bear. This too is a chasing after the wind. Now here's the thing. In Christ, God overturned what we human beings think wisdom is. He used death to bring life, the cross to redeem you and me. 
He took the foolish things of the world and used them to shame the wise. And that's, that's the good news of the gospel. Salvation is not based upon what we know, but what Jesus has done. And it's all done. It's complete. Often the simple-minded are in a better position to receive grace because of their knowledge, their pride, that accompanies knowing so much. It won't get in the way. And it is because Jesus is the wisdom of God that we can have peace and joy and we can come to know the meaning and purpose of our lives. Let's pray. All-knowing God, your ways are so much higher than our own. Your foolishness is wiser than our wisdom. Enable us to rest in you, trusting you for what we do not know and cannot understand. To the praise of Jesus, our Redeemer. Amen.